It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. In a weird way, the losses, they hurt, but I found myself enjoying the ride a lot more and being able to put the losses in perspective. And I think that's something that's different, at least I can speak from my point of view, than maybe the the greater fan base. Like when the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, I was able to sit here and say, and granted, my fandom for the Eagles is just different, mm-hmm. right? But I was I was very much like they lost to a great team. They had a great year. It's probably still the best team in franchise history. Right? I was able to view it that way. Yes, and I was very clearly not. Right. When the Phillies lost the World Series, also hurt, but I was able to say, hey, man, what a ride. I'll remember this run forever, watching you and Jack do your thing. And with the Sixers, not as deep of a run, but I do honestly believe because they lost to the Celtics, I don't view the loss as bad as because they when they lost to the Heat, like when Embiid was hurt, or when they lost to the Hawks because they blew it. And I don't know. Do I need to start value winning more? I think so. I think but, you need but I think to value championship. But I think there's truth to the what I'm saying bo- too. There, look, there would be, and I get your point, and I certainly agree with the Phillies. Like I have come around on the Phillies, where I look at the positives that season more than losing the World mm-hmm. Series. The Eagles, I'm not there yet, but I'm. I, I get it. I appreciate the greatness of the season, but it's it's how we lost at the end that's just so painful that I can't get there yet. But with the Sixers, it's because of the years and years of failure over and over again in this exact round. Mm-hmm. And then it's because of how it played out. Like, yes, the Celtics are a good team and all that, but like you were up 3-2 with a chance to win in game six, and then you didn't show up in game seven. Yeah. So it's like I can't get there with that because I'm like you didn't show up. You didn't show up for game seven. Well, I-, I tweeted this out. But I think it's the perfect, I mean, it was a nightmare. Game seven, I could handle a loss. I couldn't handle what happened. Well, I loved your comp. I thought as an Eagles comp, it's such a perfect guy. And obviously this was a bigger game, a more important game, more riding on the the, the group of guys. The the legacies and the baggage and all that. But it's such a perfect example of like the only thing that couldn't happen, happened. Yeah. Like when the Eagles, for those that haven't heard it, when the Eagles went into Tampa Bay in Sirianni and Jalen's rookie year together, all year leading up to that game, it was they haven't played anybody. They're only in the playoffs because they're playing terrible quarterbacks, blah, 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 blah. And leading into that, it wasn't you have to beat Tampa. It was, okay, let's Show see him up. against a quality opponent. It was opponent. like, hey, you, you went from 3-2-5, and 3-6, and five, three and six, you made the playoffs. Yes. Like, this could be a stepping stone for the future. Let, let's Positivity. see how you stack up against Show a good team. and at least... Show some effort and play hard. And they got absolutely they demolished. Got waxed. Now, I think the play hard thing, I do think they played hard. They were right. just they completely were just way outclassed. Yes. Right? I agree. I agree. And so... The one thing you couldn't have happened against that in that game was you can't. And Jalen looked awful too. That was the and other Jaylen thing too. Jalen looked awful. That was the right. other thing too. And you know, 
with the Sixers, it was the same thing. I was I was willing to accept a loss to the Celtics. It was how they lost that I think has created this outrage. That really, let's be honest. I mean, you're on air every single day. I'm on air most days, and I listen every day. I can't remember the last time a Sixers outrage was this prolonged. Oh, like they, yeah. They've lost in the second round before. I can't remember where they get eliminated on Sunday, and it's Thursday, and we're still talking oh, about Oh, without a Normally doubt. Normally, it's like two, three days. No, you're right, and and it's been notable to me. Yeah. I, I've noticed it on the air, and and again, it goes back to the baggage. It goes back to, it's like time and time and time again, and then when you have this golden opportunity against the team that keeps beating you and the freaking bitter rival and the whole thing, and again, I do think, like, if they, look, I don't think we would have been, like, we still would have been upset because the second round exit is a second round exit year after year right, after but year after year. if they lose year. 110 they, to 105 yeah, exactly. and Embiid played has... hard and Embiid had a great game and, like, they just, like, just right. lost game seven, it's like, all right, like, I'm not happy. I'm still annoyed with the season and the outcome, but at least I'm not going in the offseason being like, well, they're never winning. Like, right now, I feel like they will never win a title with this group. Like, that's where I'm at. Yeah. It's over. In my, it's over. So I'm and not— yet, and, and, yeah. and, and I know logically that I'm. you're not there, and I'll let you t- go there in a yeah, sec. Yeah. And, but I know logically, look, the NBA the last three years has been the most wide open in our lifetimes. You know, every year in our lives, like, all right, the Bulls are going to win. All right, the Warriors are going to win. All right, the Spurs are going to win. Or it's going to be the Spurs of the Heat. Like, one of those two teams will win. It's so rare— that we have a wide open so NBA, wide open, yeah. and it is. It is the last couple of years we've seen that each of the champions the last few years. It's been I know the Warriors had won a bunch, but that was an unexpected. They weren't the best team all year, like all that stuff. So I do think that there is hope in that, but it's like man, like I can't watch that happen in Game Seven. The best chance they've had to get out of that round and just completely, you know, earmuffs one, two, three, shit the bed. Yeah. And be like, all right, well, let's just, yo, it's all going to be good. Yeah. yeah, I can't do it. Well, it's funny. Joe Giglio asked me on air. He said, how much longer would you give this group of Sixers? And my answer was, until there's a better plan. Yeah. I, I, well, you know, that's I, the, I, I understand the, yeah, the, the I don't, reality of their situation. Yeah. But, yes. but to tie this into the Eagles, what I think's interesting about my whole, how I'm viewing losing and, you know, all that is the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. But what I really respect about the Eagles and why I think they are obviously the best franchise in the city by miles is it's not I mean they've all they've won one Super Bowl in I mean just take Larry's tenure 25 years whatever it is I mean they've been to a bunch of conference champ they went to three straight conference championship games lost all of them not that different than what the Sixers are going through obviously another round but not that different but what I respect about the Eagles so much is the lows are very quick and they don't come often. And I think the the longer I am close to sport, like the longer I'm covering sports and the more I like follow the everyday intricacies of it, what I really respect about the Eagles and how you know they're operating at a high level is, I think the chances the Eagles win seven games next year are like 5%. Mm-hmm. Like we can joke about it, like, you know, everything, but ultimately they're going to be a double-digit win team. They're going to be in the playoffs. They'll probably win the division and they'll probably be the one seed. Will they win the Super Bowl? I don't know. But I think what's impressive about the Eagles that the other teams don't have, besides, ironically, the Sixers in a way, is when it comes to the playoffs and it comes to these final games, we can, I love narratives and I love roller coasters and I love legacies and I love bucket boys and winning and all those things. But the more really close postseason games I watch, it just makes you realize how much winning it all is somewhat fluky. Like not, not fluky is not the right word, but you know, just 
if in game six, DeAnthony Melton makes one more three. Well, look, we could talk oh, about the yeah. Eagles. I mean, the they, Eagles, if, yeah. if the ball doesn't go off Keanu Neal's leg, if Julio Jones catches the ball in the end zone, I mean, that's 100%. the year they actually won the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know? Or you can say for the Chiefs year, last year, if they the don't other call way the flag. If, they don't call the flag. If the if field the, is different, there's all, right, exactly. Jaylen, no, all yeah. these things. So All you can do is put yourself in position to have chances. Yes, and I think that's what is most respectable about the Eagles compared to some of the other franchises is, so let's look at the Sixers and the Phillies in comparison. The Sixers, every year, you know, for the, like, let's just talk about current 10 years, right? They are almost always a top four seed. They almost always have home field, home court advantage in the series they're playing. Obviously not this last one. They were the one seed one year. They have the MVP. They consistently win 50 plus games. Like this, the Sixers are one of the best teams in the NBA. But come playoff in time, in the regular season, yeah, they, they lose, and right? you're judged by playoff success. I agree with that. Judged by you are judged success. by playoff success. But what's interesting compared to the Phillies, and it's why I think it's a perfect comparison, is the Phillies made the playoffs once, mm-hmm. but they went all the way to the World Series. World Series. So it, it's kind of which would you rather be? And I think that's the interesting thing about the Sixers and what highlights how good the Eagles are. The Eagles have only won one Super Bowl, but even on the years that we remember as terrible years. They won a playoff game one of those years, mm-hmm. and they were in the playoffs the other years. When you're in the playoffs, you have a roll of the dice. And I think what really sports is about is a roll of the dice. I'm not a, a ref guy, but the Super Bowl, the flag. You know, if that doesn't get called, maybe they win. The yep. flag is completely out of control. I know he held, but it's out of their control. Game six against the Celtics. The Sixers come out. They almost win it. They're like this, this close. And then it comes out the next day that they got like 14 calls that went against, went against them compared to the Celtics three. And players played poorly, and B didn't play well, Harden didn't play well. But if half those calls go in the Sixers' favor, then they're winners. So when I look at what the Eagles do compared to the Phillies and the Sixers, the Eagles are always in it. They're always in it. They might not do it every year, and they certainly have not done it every year, but they're always in it. And I think that's what I'm starting to respect a little bit more. I still believe in your flags fly forever. Championships matter. Had the Eagles won the Super Bowl, clearly we would view it differently. But I just respect the fact that every year the Eagles have a legit chance, and I think maybe that's where I differ with people on the Sixers a little more. I respect the fact that the Sixers every year are one of the final eight teams, and then you just see what happens, whereas the Phillies, who went all the way to the World Series, almost never have a chance because they don't make the postseason. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I mean, less teams make the yeah. less percentage of teams make the playoffs in baseball. Like there are years over that run where the Phillies would have made the playoffs if there had been, you know, NBA half the titles probably the hardest it. to win though. Would you say that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I I think the Super Bowl might be the hardest to win. Well, that's one and done, but you only yeah. have to win. Yeah, that's true. You have to win honestly, sixteen yeah, games. In the honest, NBA. I mean, baseball playoffs are chaos once you get there. So yeah. that's hard to do too. And who like even you, knows about hockey? And you'd be the best team in baseball, and it means nothing for the right. playoffs practically. So. Here's what I think in talking about that. And we're talking about like kind of what, what can these two teams take from the Eagles? Because mm-hmm. to, to your point, without a doubt, and I would quibble with the I would much rather be the Phillies right now than the Sixers, personally, the situation they're in, and something I'm going to get to in a minute. But 
I do think that that these teams should look to the. I mean, the Eagles are so far and away the number one franchise in this city, and it's deserved, right. and it's from the top. That's what I believe. I believe it comes from Jeffrey Lurie on down, and, and the the way. And we you talk about it all the time. How many times over the last few years, particularly when they were going bad in 2020, and I'm sitting here ranting and raving yeah. about the Jaguars, and they're going to be the the Lions, the Browns, the, you know. And I'm I'm like. And you were like, bro, like they are a great franchise. They mm-hmm. do things the right way. The infrastructure is great. Like they go about their business the right way. And yeah, it's a down year and all these factors played into it, but they do things the right way and they will bounce back because of it. And it was proven to be absolutely true. And I think that's the thing with the Eagles is the is the way that they are run yeah. as a franchise. The 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 drafting and developing thing, like this kind of stuff, which is the Phillies thing, which is what they're starting to do now and is so important for the future. And I think when you look at this Sixers thing, I think the biggest issue they've had, like, because we both thought the process was smart. We were mm-hmm. believers in that the idea of the process. And I think it worked. And I think it worked to a point. The issue is couple issues. Obviously, they drafted poorly in spots. Very, you know, very, very but poorly. But they didn't develop guys. They didn't, they didn't, they worried about like, let's get a bunch of talent and bring them in. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do with that talent once you get it? How do you take that talent and take it to and create a culture? There's no culture with the Sixers. Yeah. Like, it is a losing culture. It is a, everyone gets to do whatever the hell they want culture. It's a James Harden, sure, go to Vegas and whatever. I know he played well in that game, but then as soon as Doc says, I didn't like that, he's like, get out of here. Like, no one has gotten rid of more coaches in the history of sports than James Harden. Like, so it's like this, this whole, like, culture attitude down there is is not a winning formula. It's not a winning formula, whereas the culture that's in that building from Hertz and Sirianni and obviously all the way up, like, that's a winning culture. Well, that's how you get guys in and you make them better. That's why you take a Jalen Carter and believe that he's going to succeed in your building because you have a, a, a place to bring players to make them better. And the Phillies have not done that for forever and they're starting to focus on that. And the Sixers have not done that either. And that's, that's my biggest issue with this whole situation. 